Welcome to Grow, a weekly dose of scripture, songs, stories, or struggles. Well, it seems crazy not to talk about what I think almost everyone in the world is probably talking about, and uh, that is the coronavirus. Now, this is nothing new, just a new version. And in my ignorance, you know, I thought this was some new virus created by some super genius who released it on the world. Uh, That might be because I have watched too many movies. But I found out that the 19, at the end of COVID-19, had significance, that the coronavirus is nothing new. But this particular strand is. In fact, if you're one of the lucky few enough, uh, one of the few lucky enough uh, to still have access to Lysol products, I've been told that it is listed on the bottle. So whether it's old or new, it's still something that is causing sickness and death, as well as fear and panic. It's something that needs to be talked about because so many topics come to mind when thinking about this. You know, what if a family member gets sick? What if the, a family member dies? What if I get sick? What if I die? And then there are, in my opinion, a little less serious, but still topics at the forefront of our minds. You know, what about school for my kids? What about work? You know, income? Are we going to be able to go to work and, and make money to be able to do the things that we normally do or, or uh, keep the lights on or pay the bills? Uh, what if we can't get any more toilet paper? Uh, then there are less even less serious questions, and that is, uh, what if Chick-fil-A closes their drive through as well? I, I love Chick-fil-A, and uh, I saw today that Chick-fil-A closed their dining rooms, and uh, all they've got open is the drive through So if they close the drive through it's going to be a bad thing. What if college football season doesn't happen? Uh, I'm a big Florida State fan, big uh, college football fan, what if that doesn't happen? What if baseball season doesn't happen? Uh, love the Atlanta Braves, hope, kind of riding off the coattails of last year and hoping that they still have a good year this year. Uh, read an article just a moment ago that uh, June, they're looking for possibly uh, opening day in June instead of in April. Uh, so uh, hoping that that happens, but what if it doesn't happen? Okay, okay, obviously no, those questions are not as important as the other questions. And I realize that all three of my lists are not exhaustive, that there's probably things that you are concerned about uh, that I haven't thought about, that there are things maybe that I, I think about that wouldn't apply to y'all. Uh, but one of the biggest things that sums up all of this, I think, is uncertainty. And let's be honest and transparent here. We typically fear the unknown. We worry when we cannot control the outcome. And that's what I want to speak about today. You know, there is a reason for all of this. I know that it's hard to hear, and in reality, it's it's hard for me to say, to think about all the this stuff that's going on because of this virus um, and, and in other situations too, but this is this is seemingly kind of like worldwide right now. Uh, it's just hard to say and to hear and to think about that there's a reason behind this. Uh, and it's hard to believe that. 
However, we're not always able to comprehend God's plan or his timing. There's a familiar verse uh, that if you're listening to this and you're a believer or you were raised in church, you've probably heard. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I I don't want this to sound like a cop-out, but I don't know why this is happening. But I do know that there is a reason. I, I do know that our response to what is happening is important as well. So we can't just sit back, oh, uh, we don't know what's going on. We don't know why this is happening and just kind of sit back on our on our hands. We've got to respond to what's going on. Let me explain. There's been a lot of responses to this coronavirus outbreak, this pandemic. And I, I jokingly mentioned a super genius who released this on the world, uh, but in all seriousness, <laughs> Uh, this has been a response by some. Uh, they think this is what happened, uh, that it was a, a, an act of war, uh, that somebody released this virus. In the United States, we tend to like to politic, politicize everything. Uh, so there have been those who've said that one party or the other have released this to try to influence the presidential election in their favor. Uh, so one, I guess, to make the other party look bad in their response and, and try to, however that works, um, that's kind of been what's going on, uh, politicizing it. But there are also responsing, uh, responses. People have responded by going out and you know, the stores, are, their shelves are cleared of hand sanitizer and Lysol and Clorox wipes and toilet paper. Uh, online stores, Amazon even, there's just like, uh, it'll be a month or two months before you can get certain products because of how much uh, people are buying. There are those who are panicking, that are scared, thinking that this is the end of the world. You know, in our lifetime, uh, we probably have never seen anything this global. Uh, on In my lifetime, sorry, I've never seen anything this global uh, that's causing this much panic, um, but there, it's it's happening. That's a response we're seeing. There are even people on the opposite end of that, though, that they don't think it's a big deal, and they kind of just want people to calm down and things to go back to normal. Well, let me give my opinion, and it is just that. Okay, it's my opinion. I am not a doctor. I'm not a a member of the World Health Organization or the CDC. I'm not a politician. I'm just a guy who is trusting God to get me, my family, my country, and the world through this. However that's going to look, I'm just a guy who's trusting God. And my response is one of caution and faith. I want to talk about the faith part of this first because... As a believer, as a Christian, I don't think we should respond to this or any situation like this with worry and panic. Isaiah 41.10 says, Don't panic. I'm with you. There's no need to fear, for I'm your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. Keep a firm grip on you. 
I love that verse and particularly that translation of that verse. Um, and there's so many others. In fact, I've read that there are 365 verses in the Bible about worrying so that there's one for every day. God tells us not to worry 365 times because we need to hear it every single day. Jesus tells us not to worry. God tells his people to be strong and courageous. Paul tells us to cast all of our worries and anxieties on Jesus because he cares for us. There's so much in the Bible about not worrying and trusting in God. Now, I struggle with anxiety, and I have anxieties that that I think almost everyone struggles with. You know, getting nervous before speaking or or performing or doing something in front of a a group, uh, going into a new situation, uh, maybe starting a new job or uh, going to a new school if you're younger, something in in, in that kind of thing, being separated from a loved one. I think of my kids when they uh, have something going on and they just want to be with with me and my my wife, their mom, and we're just uh, they can't be with us. They're having that anxiety, um, but I also struggle with more severe forms of of anxiety. I sometimes have panic attacks. Uh, I've had times when I wasn't even able to leave my house. Uh, being paralyzed by fear where normal life just kind of wasn't a possibility at that moment. And and I still struggle with anxiety at times in in many different ways. And I say all that to say that I understand the reaction of worry and anxiety. And I don't want to judge anyone who is struggling with this at that time. I just want to encourage you to pray, to seek God in this time, to constantly Turn this situation over to him, to trust him, to know that he is there for you and that he is for you and that if you are his, ultimately, this is going to turn out for your good and his glory. And we may not be able to see it or understand how it could happen, but we know that it is true because God promised it to us. But I also want to be cautious. I want the forefront of of my response to this to be faith and trust in a God who is sovereign and controls all things and, and just trust him just completely. But I also want to be cautious because I admit that in my ignorance, I, I don't really understand how viruses spread. I know a little bit, you know, people say I know just enough to be dangerous. Um, but, you know, I don't know Do they if they spread more quickly in room in warm temperatures or cold temperatures. You know, some people used to say, well, we need the, the cold to kill off this. And um, now I'm beginning to hear things about uh, the warmer temperatures will help get rid of things. And uh, does that even matter, the temperature? I don't know. Can they spread through dry surfaces or is it only through contact with fluid? You know, when we speak and, and stuff comes out of our mouth, you know, we cough, we sneeze, things like that. Are those the only ways? I do know, however, that there are people who know this stuff and that it would be good to listen to them. So wash your hands. <laughs> Hopefully that's something you've been doing already. Practice social distance. Now, according to my wife, that's something that I've been doing for years. Take the proper precautions. Be smart. Listen to what the experts are saying. Don't panic, but don't just ignore what's going on either. So that's me. 
just a guy uh, with my opinion, and once again, it's just that, my opinion. How should we respond to the coronavirus? Well, just trust God because we know he's in control. But at the same time, be prepared, be cautious, take the proper precautions that the experts are giving us so that we can see less sickness because of this virus. And I just want to close this time together in prayer. So if you would briefly just pray with me. Father, thank you for being a God who is in control, even in the midst of of these situations where we don't know what's going on. It's unprecedented in my lifetime, never having seen something like this, a a pandemic. Uh, But God, I know that you are in control and that you have a plan, a reason for all of this. And God, if it's to bring people to you, I pray, God, that those who are listening to this or or somebody in some way, somehow, uh, would hear about Christ and put their faith and trust in you because of this. Maybe the fear and the worry will lead them to you and the peace that you offer. God, I pray that you would just help all of us to be wise and cautious in how we interact with others and what we do. So God, that we can be a good example to those around us. But Father, I pray above all else, that you would be honored and glorified in what we do, that we use this as an opportunity as believers to reach out to those who are in need to help those people, not to kind of hold something over their head, but just to say, hey, we're here, we're the body of Christ, and we're here to help you. God, help us to respond in those ways. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen.